0: Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Dadcast. Once again, we are on location somewhere in Southern Oregon. Today, we are at Vionet Realty yeah with my man nick martin how are you nick I'm good man how are you i'm good i'm good i love doing these on-site podcasts so much fun they are fun today's amazingly awesome special guest is mr jason smith of Vionet realty hello sir how are you
1: hey guys thanks for having me on i'm fantastic
0: all right man we're glad to have you on here we're glad to be in this lovely well-lit i'd like to call it arena
2: yeah <laughs> definitely yeah Real now, estate arena.
0: No, no. I need to ask you: Is this is this going to be a typical episode, or are we going to talk realty and business, or are we going to talk dadisms? We're
2: going to talk everything because he actually wrote a children's book. What? Yes. Let me see that thing. This is this is awesome. He okay. also. We're, oh 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 also, oh. he's also from Vegas. What? And he happens to know Ben and Brian. Really. Yeah, I do, actually. Like, yeah. like, like good friends?
1: Not really. I was selling the uh, Pioneer Saloon down there, and those guys uh, came across my path. A couple of great guys.
0: Nice. That yeah. is amazing. Wow. Small world we live in. Right? All right. Well, Jason, is a rite of passage. Um, I don't know if you watched the show or have listened to it at all, but I think you know what the first question is. Are you a dad? I am a dad. How many kids yeah. you got, man?
1: I have two. Uh, Dylan and Kaiser, 15 and 17.
0: Nice. Dylan yeah. and Kaiser. I, I like those names. Exactly. When I, I worked at Pac Bell back in the day in Van Nuys, California, mm-hmm. I don't ever recommend going to that city. That's twice in two days we brought up Van Nuys, Nick. That is so weird. But twice in two days, you're I don't recognize. I was a 411 operator. <laughs> okay. So when you called 411, city enlisting, please, and we had to have fake names, Dylan was the one I chose. So I, 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 got, I got an affinity for that name. <laughs> All right. Good nice. kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah. um, both boys.
1: Yeah, both yep. boys. Mm-hmm.
0: How has that been? Being a Dad to two boys who are now entering that very, very walking on eggshell age of almost adulthood, not kids anymore, little kids, and hormones are going crazy. How have you navigated that?
1: Yeah, it's been good. I mean, I'm having to uh, be a father a little mobile Right. Right. Yeah. So my boys do. They live with their mom down in Las Vegas. Okay. Um, when they were one and three, uh, she decided to move back home with her mom. She's been there ever since. So it's been a little bit different. The dynamic's been a little bit different probably than a lot of other dads out there. Um, I've been back and forth to Las Vegas about three times. This last time, um, I had to move out of the city, move up here, uh, business opportunity. Plus, I'm from Central Point originally, right. from Southern Oregon. So I wanted to move back home. <clears throat> you know, sometimes you can't, uh, as a divorced dad, you can't always be there um, in the ways that you like to be, but I figured if I could be up here, a good area, good people, at least I could spend that really good quality time with them on summers, Christmas breaks, and then of course I try and correspond as much as possible. Down in Las Vegas, it was a little bit more of a challenge. Yeah, yeah it's just the area, right? Um, but it's been a it's been a process. It, it's been a lot different. You know, any other divorced dads out there know that when you have to go through that process. Um, it's a real challenge. It's, um, that's one of the reasons why I wrote that book. That book was when they were really young. Okay. And, um, I actually went through that housing crisis down there in Las Vegas. I was in real estate back then. And, um, it was about 2010. I got to a point where I needed to get back on my mission, which is helping these other kids. Right. So, I had, a, I had a nice house, hummer, uh, real estate business, construction business. And I got to a point where I just said, okay, I'm going to walk away from this right now. I'm going to follow God's path. I sold everything that I owned, uh, moved to India for four months. Wow. And did a ton of writing. So that book, is not, that book was just a, a small part of what I did there. The majority of it is a program that I'm still kind of working on. I'm very excited to be on the show with you guys, and hopefully move back on that direction, move back on my path. And it's a program called Teach Us to Fish. Okay, and um, it's for all those kids out there who don't have a dad in the house all the time, um, don't really have anybody to look up to, uh, kids who you know from divorced families or maybe their dad's incarcerated, um, they're not around. Right. So I'm going to get back on that path, but that book is really good. Um, it's called It's called We Share When We Sleep. And what it's about, it's when I was over there um, on the other side of the world and um, how the kids are kind of sharing, you know, me with other people over there. I taught some English and some classes to um, some Tibetan refugees. and um, But the whole, the summary of it, and it's kind of dedicated to military families, um, you know, if they have a father overseas, right, can't be there every day. Um, but it's about sharing all different types of aspects. So the final conclusion is, you know, kind of probably a point I was trying to get to my ex-wife was you need to share the kids with me, right? Right. It's about sharing yeah. your parents. So I did that for them. You know, it's uh, we share when we sleep.com. You can go there, get a free copy. Uh, if you want to get the book, you can, um, I set it up so it could just be donated to.
0: Um, Amazing. So there yeah. it is. We share when we sleep by uh, Mr. Jason Smith over here. <laughs> and uh, just backing up from the beginning of what you just told us, um, mm. we've done enough episodes now and talking, spoken with enough, Different dads from all walks of life to know that man, your story isn't
2: unfortunately
0: all that uncommon. Yeah, at it, it, it all.
2: We I actually know. we actually have something in common. I am a divorced dad, and mm. I had to, I went months without seeing my kids, and mm. it was a battle of getting my ex to understand we we need to share, we need to yeah. put our differences aside. We're adults, do what's best for the kids, and we're finally at a point where that's happening, and. It, it, it took a long time.
1: Yeah, I and, mean, it's taken us many years. We're yeah. finally getting to that point, too. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, you know, I had to move. I moved up here away from them when I was, you know, when they were a little bit younger, actually, up back uh, to Oregon. And um, I got a call from my mom. She said that uh, she had the boys over, and the little one was acting up a little bit. Kaiser was, and then, uh, you know, he was three uh, Dylan was five and he mm-hmm. said, well, grandma, why don't you just give him one of those angry pills to calm him down? And I said, what? <laughs> <laughs> right. So I moved back within uh, seven days. It was a two year drawn out uh, court process. It took a lot out of me. But um, the final conclusion was she had him on a bunch of medications just to just to sedate him. So, you know, we yeah. worked past all that. Um, they're in good spirits. They're both down there. Um, and uh they're on the honors roll 3.6 3.7 one's oh, going to graduate nice. this year. That's awesome.
0: Yeah. So the relationship now is you all good?
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think you just have to work past that, you know, when they, when you get past your emotions and right. realize this is not about you and your ex, it's about the kids. Mm-hmm. So you can really make some progress. And that's
0: always what it's what it's about. Yeah. yeah. I I can't speak to the position both of you gentlemen have been in. I've been fortunate enough to have both of my kids are in my life, 24-7, with mom. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, I don't wish that upon anyone. I, I couldn't imagine having my hearts who live outside of my body not being at my beck and call. And I'm fortunate to not have to have experienced that. But that inevitable time, when that does happen for all of us, regardless of the position you hold or where you're mm-hmm. in when they become adults and, and, and <laughs> want to go adventure in the world, it's coming yeah. yeah, it's coming, man, and I and I'm not looking forward to that at all. I think about it now, and it gives me some anxiety.
2: We're kind of dealing with that though with our daughters. Like, my yeah. I don't know about yours, but my daughter cause like I'm 17, Dad. I can do what I want when I want where I want. Yeah, I hate. How I, I'm like, no, she no. did it
0: the other day. Yeah. She just she walks because she got you know she's got her car now. Uh uh-huh. She got
2: the car back by the way. Now, oh nice, and it hasn't been totaled. After what? two
0: days of driving, pretty impressed. I am, wow. So my 17-year-old daughter, <laughs> she's got her license. Okay. And within 24 hours, got an accident.
1: Oh, man.
2: And You got to go back and tell the whole story, though. He sends me a picture from uh, the mall parking lot yeah. of, his, of his daughter's car wrecked with, oh. no, with no daughter in sight.
0: Yeah, there's, <laughs> and, and no phone calls. Now, now this is my stepdaughter, mind you. Let me put it in perspective. So she, she splits time with her father, who's a great dad, mm-hmm. um, and our house. And it has been that way since she's been three years old. So, yeah, this happened to be a night when she was at her dad's. And I'm getting in and out burger with me and the boy. And we pull out and I see a Honda. I'm like, that looks like Chloe's car. And I pull up and it is, like you said, totaled. The front end is just crunched. There's no one around. We haven't got phone calls. I immediately called moms and said, Has -has Chloe called you? No, why? I was like, FaceTime me. And I showed her the card. (laughs) Oh my gosh. And we called and she was afraid to tell anybody because, well, and I get it. You know what I mean? 17-year-old, just had your license, not even a day. Now it's totaled, whether it's your fault or not. Turns out it wasn't her fault, so she says, and, and we believe her. Uh, but she was, and that's another lesson that had to be taught. It's like, look, no, no matter what happens, this, this is literally the definition of how we do not want to find out. Mm, yeah. Because you put the fear of God into us. We are scared. You didn't call us. Are you in the hospital? What, I mean, what is going on? And. No, I was just afraid to tell you guys and embarrassed,
2: and we get it.
0: But anyway, she got the car back. Okay. What was my point of my story? Oh, yeah. So she comes down the hallway, you know, over the weekend, and she's like, okay, hi, I'm leaving. And then just walks out the door. And I'm, yeah. Um, way, hey, but, but whoa, whoa, whoa. What, what do you mean you're leaving? A, where are you going? B, you maybe want to ask, okay, I get it. You're close to that adult, but you're not there yet, and you still live under this roof. Exactly. You, you need. Where did it go? I mean, where all of a sudden did a flip switch in your head to think that you tell us what goes on? Yeah, and, yeah. So well, it's difficult
2: sometimes. My man. favorite yeah. is my daughter's got a job, so she works. Right? She gets home like, hey, you got chores? You got to take care of your do-. dad. I worked all day. I'm so tired. The <laughs> really, <laughs> <laughs> I worked all day. I stopped to take care of your baby brother and do all the dishes, cook dinner. Come on,
0: they haven't lived life yet, man. We were no, there too, no. you know. And yeah. And that that beautiful circle when it comes full and it reaches to the point I can't wait when she's probably in her late twenties, thirties, and goes sits me down and goes I get it I'm sorry Yeah and then she's gonna start the circle with her and it's just yeah, You know yeah, what I mean? It really is Yeah you have to
1: get them prepared for life Right you right. got to teach them to be independent Um <clears throat> I think that's most one of the most important things we can probably do as a dad is teach our kids how to be independent You know I've noticed uh. A lot of other family dynamics, where you know you have these adult children that are in their twenties, thirties, forties, and even fifties who still live at home. I mean, granted, we're in a society where sometimes that that needs to happen, right? But really, a lot of it has to do with the parents not teaching those kids how to really go out and be independent. So that's something I've really tried to install in my boys. You know, I'm working with, you know, an ex who. You know, still lives there and still has all the kids with their mom and dad and everything like that. And when they're with me, it's like, hey, look, I got them their permits this year. Teaching them how to drive. Like, here's we need to work on things. We need to work Mm -hmm. on your finances. Like, you know, how do you how do you make a pay your bills? You need to know how to have a bank account. So all those life skills um, I've really put into that program that I'm working on. I remember um, when my ex was pregnant with my firstborn, and I sat back and I thought. Man, what am I gonna do? Like I never had a dad growing up. I didn't mm-hmm. meet my dad till about three years ago. Oh, you can go wow. over that a little bit, but I, I didn't know what to do, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm sitting here, I'm like, man, if something happens to me, something happens to me, how am I how what's my kid gonna do? I mean, I've had to learn from so many mistakes. So I started to draft that out, right? Here's a little bit of life lesson here, here's what you do here, you know, here's what to look at when you're looking to get into a relationship, you know, buying a vehicle, some financial right. stuff. So I think having something like that guys and teaching not just our kids but other kids in the community as much of that as possible you know is kind of our obligation um, I'm working with uh, the kids over here at JDH right down here in Grant's pass I yeah. try to, I go to their group on uh, Thursday and um, try to connect with them and give them a little bit of insight you know to it doesn't matter who you are or where you came from right you still have the ability to get to where you can to where you want to be and um, you don't have to follow that path of you know, if some of your, your father or your mother is a drug addict or is incarcerated, you don't have to follow that path. Like, I had some really good role models growing up, some really great men. So, you know, as I get older, you know, I know I can't be there every day for my kids, but I'm trying to be there for as many other kids in the community as possible. And we work mm-hmm. with Maslow Project, some other. Right, I hope courses. I hit the
0: right button here.
1: All right. Yeah. All right. <laughs> there you
0: go. <laughs> That is for Mr. Jason Smith, because, man, what you're doing is noble, man, and I, I for one, applaud you for for the act. So, I mean, if if every father in the world put half as much effort into it and and meant what you do, and they did, this world would be perfect, and we wouldn't have much much to uh, fix, I think.
1: Yeah, I think we all, you know, I know we don't all have a lot of time, but, you know, if we have any of our kids with friends without a dad around, I mean, you know, just take them under your wing and... You know, help mm-hmm. them a little bit, just give them a little bit of guidance. You know, you might not even think that they recognize it or need it, but later on I remember every single person that was in my life that gave me a, a positive outlook and put me in the right direction. Growing up wasn't wasn't always like that. My <clears throat> my stepfather growing up, he was a uh <clears throat> And a you grew up in Vegas? No, I grew up in Oregon. Oregon, okay. Yeah, I'm an Oregonian, I'm an Oregon boy. So growing up, my stepfather, um, he was a career criminal, so um, – he was a heroin addict. Um, he cooked meth to supply his heroin, addict. there was heroin addiction. So um, he was in and out of jail, in and out of our lives. So you know, growing up like that, you know, he used to tell me stories. Uh, he grew up down in uh, Southern California. He ran away from home when he was 15. Um, ended up uh, getting involved with the wrong people and moving stuff across the border. And uh, those are the stories that I grew up with, kind of glamorizing that lifestyle. Right. So when you get to a certain point, you're like, man, I kind of want to be like that. Um, I got in a little bit of trouble when I was 16, and I remember sitting in a cell, and I'm like, God, get me, get me out of here. Just get me out of here. I'll, I'll do whatever you want. And, um, you know, I, I could have gotten a lot of trouble, and, man, a few days later I was out of there, and um, I said enough's enough, right? So you see me here, like, what do you think about me right now? Right? Like, when you look at me, do you well, think that I'm just like some, I, I went to have, Ivy League school I wouldn't have
0: guessed <laughs> right? that. No, well, that's no. for sure, but you know, yeah, you know, I, I've known to do not ever judge a book by its cover, that's you know, beautiful. It's,
1: absolutely. I mean,
0: I spent many, many, many years as well with, in a suit and tie at a job, yeah, and I'm so glad I don't. Now. Yeah, right. <laughs> I like being comfy wearing a t shirt, yeah. what I do, I you think know? It's, just,
1: it's just who yeah. you are, right? So, I grew up like that, you know, like, um, my little brother was my stepdad's son, we grew up together really tight, um he ended up going in that same direction. Right. You know, he went down that same path. He ended up um, dying in a motorcycle accident in central Oregon a few years ago. Um, he head on, but, uh, you know, I had to make that personal decision, you know, do I want to follow down that footstep or not? So when I talked to these kids, I talked to them about rebelling, mm-hmm. right? Like you guys need to rebel. Like you are rebels, right? Right. Do you want to follow that footstep or do you want to get the hell out of here? Move yourself in the right direction, like so. Me dressing like this is me kind of rebelling, right? So I'm not. I don't have. The, you know, you guys got the beards and all that. That's great, man. I like it, but this is me rebelling, well, right? I don't have any sleeve tattoos, but this, that, that's me is, rebelling. This is me rebelling, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. right? My, you guys but, look great. Speaking,
0: of, you know, shifting gears here. You know, we are in net Reality. Actually, yeah. you know, before I go there, by the way, this episode is brought uh, brought to you in support locally by KMVU Fox 26 thank you um we are in Vinette Realty and you two your you're colleagues now right getting there yeah well, <laughs> well yes yeah y- y- like. Nick is working on getting his license yes and doing all that stuff to become a full-fledged seller of the properties That's a right. property seller Mr. Yeah. Nick Martin yes uh-huh. and right on. I, I this is the first time that I've thought about it could be you know in, in our conversation we just had Jason are you gonna like bully people into buying houses because look at you no you know and, and that's no. just it i don't mean to i'm joking kind <laughs> so, of but do you understand yeah, yeah is the beard gonna go away nope Okay? No, so I'm going to approach you're, this. You're an intimidating fella, just looking at you, yeah, and and, and that's <laughs> not a good start into any but first see, impression. I'm you know a big what I mean, teddy bear? Mean? <laughs> yes, you are. And and once you know, clients start and understand and see that, I don't so think I'm going to approach issue, this
2: the way I approach furniture sales. Like okay. I, I, changed the game. Like furniture sales, all growing up, and I was always taught suit, tie, clean shaven, nice haircut, no tattoos. I got the tattoos, started wearing T-shirts and shorts. Well, flip-flop. society has also shifted flip-flop. a little bit. Yes. Yeah, it has. And you just treat people kindly. You mm-hmm. listen to them, like, learn about their needs, don't sell them what they want, sell them what they need. And that's how I'm going to approach real estate. I am not going to. I don't ever want somebody to come and buy a house for me and be totally disappointed in what they bought. I want to find out what they need and why they need it and find the, the perfect house for them is my goal.
1: And things have changed so much these last few years. I mean, yeah. I remember going, you know, I you never really. I s-
2: think maybe you should grow
0: the beard and get some tattoos. <laughs> I think. Uh, okay, I mean, maybe mean, <laughs> why not? You,
1: you know, go. it's funny because uh, I used to go pick up my kids at school and you'd see these, you know, the soccer moms, the stay at home moms busting out with these neck tats and all that. And then you get into mm-hmm. the mini man and take them to soccer practice. But <laughs> you know, things, things have changed. Things have changed yeah. so, ma- so much in these last 10 years. I think anybody just being themselves is going to be successful in any type of business. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of our group uh, over here. Are just comfortable in their own skin. So, and and that's what I really try and uh, produce and and support is people's independence. You know, we're we're an independent company. We're, you know, we're the uh, underdog in this business. We're kind of just starting out. So, want to support these brokers in the things that they do, however they want to do it. Uh, you know, some places they try to stifle people. We're trying to get them on a path to go up and be one hundred percent that they can be. Um, And then, you know, ultimately, we'd like to franchise this here, five, ten years or whatever. But the model's a little bit different. I want people to be themselves, be independent, be their own people. And I think uh, that's what people are wanting these days anyway.
0: Yeah, you know, it's an incredible shift in everything. I mean, Mm -hmm. I like to compare very broadly, mind you, uh, realty, home sales, and car sales. Mm -hmm. You know, obviously... Car salesman. When you get the typical car, used car sale guy, you have you know you have an impression. You think, and how has that shifted? And not only the last five years. Now you don't you don't even need to go to a car dealership. Right. You can sit at home in your underwear if you feel like it. Type it up and get your car delivered to you without any of that. No haggle, no hassle. Yeah. All that. Essentially, good stuff. you can now,
2: almost do that with this too. Right, and that's, that's what I'm cool. saying.
0: I, I I saw a live video you guys did a couple yeah. of days ago where. I, You know, Grant, me, I'm old school. I want to see the house I'm going to live in before I buy it. And mm-hmm. that's just I come on. You know, this is your home. Right. But for people who are a little uncomfortable with it and have the means, there you go. You just got an entire walkthrough while sitting at home, sipping on a coffee in your PJs. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think more options is just so cool
2: right. these days yeah. and, and how you can Plus do Plus, it, it can save the the customer time, too, right. where they're, they don't need to go to every single property. They're like, oh, hey, I like these three properties. Exactly. I saw everything in the videos. I'm stoked on this. Also, COVID, it's COVID safe. Yep. You, know, you don't have to worry about going into somebody's home. And again, the seller mm-hmm. doesn't have to worry about yeah. us coming in with people. And vice the people. versa, right. So.
1: Yeah, a lot of people didn't want people you know, coming through their homes. We've shifted a lot in the last two years. Like now, what we're rolling out this year, uh, these virtual tours, these 3D tours, you can walk through the entire house and zoom in on everything, every single room. We do the floor plans. We do drone footage, video footage. Our next, uh, the next level that we're going to is actual virtual reality glasses and filming these out where they can go and interact. And I mean, you get to a point where you've seen everything in that house. If you want to go see it in person, that's great. But uh, like the one we have, we've had hardly anybody come through it, but we've had, you know, 15,000 views in it. So, you know, it kind of eliminates the people that are looking spreading COVID coming to their house getting people in there who actually are ready to write an offer or write an offer subject to see in the interior. Well, I so. can dig it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know,
2: they're
0: making uh, virtual reality drone videos now. Really? So I mean, I hope you're not queasy because you put those things on <laughs> and mm-hmm. you're it's, it can be kind of crazy. So you
2: can literally fly whatever direction you want. It's yeah. it's nuts. So I'm going to go off the rails a little bit. Just kind this doesn't of, surprise me. Right? So the metaverse thing, I've got to, mm-hmm. we need to figure out how to sell houses in the metaverse. Somebody just bought a house next to Snoop Dogg for $450,000. Yes, yeah, right. And yeah. it's not even a real house. I know.
0: Yeah. It's it's all crypto yeah. and
2: NFTs and that old digital world. So we, we need to go find some land next to Snoop Dogg, apparently. Oh, yeah, <laughs> let's so, go. It's some <laughs> $450,000 you need to do homes.
0: is create your own land and be the almighty emperor of said land and then get one a-list celebrity to purchase and then whoosh, they're gonna flock to it
2: mm. yeah i know the idea
0: sounds great but i have no idea how to how to even yeah, strategize. i don't, I don't even
2: know trigger or i don't even know where to look to get into right. the metaverse yet so yeah, there's
1: a lot of different ones a lot of different ideas um who knows which one will, will take the you know take the lead on it right yeah. with the, the internet but um you know, you can go to you can go online to Amazon and get those virtual reality glasses. They're about forty dollars, and any of those YouTube videos on your cell phone, you yep. just hit. You can watch any of them, and
0: or if you spend a little bit extra and buy yourself an Oculus, like I did for my son and my youngest daughter, yeah. I spoil them. Yeah. I my gosh, I think about all the stuff that they have and I didn't have growing up, and. Well, it's my own fault for spoiling them. Now they think they are, deserve it. Anyway, in Oculus, <laughs> yeah. those things are amazing as far as what you're doing in virtual reality mm-hmm. and everything. You don't yeah. need to put a phone in there. It's all just you oh, stick yeah. it on and you go. Yep. Uh, my son was playing it the other night, and I, all of a sudden I hear him screaming from his room, and I run back there. I open it, and he's in there doing his thing, and he's playing <laughs> a new game that has a bunch of jump scares in it. Yeah. So he got like a Resident Evil jump scare. He got all scared and stuff. But, yeah, the, the way the technology is going you know, you got to love it for a lot of it, but you know, still at the same Crazy. time, you got to yeah. hate it for, I don't know if we could just eliminate the social media negativity mm-hmm. and keep all the positives and everything that the world would be a much better place.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, we talked about coming out of this pandemic and how things are going to be, you know, there's going to be a lot of people who are going to remain kind of, you know, this, uh, you know, the virtual reality wanting to be outside of themselves. And then, you know, the rest of the people, I think we're going to be starving for human interaction. Yeah. Being face to face, coming into the offices, you know, I think it's important to still have brick and mortar locations, still meeting with people. But it's going to be interesting to see that dynamic. How many uh, people want to remain, uh, you know, introverted at their homes, doing everything mm-hmm. on their computer, buying everything on their computer, and the people just actually want to go out, shop, be in public, yeah. and around other people. It's-
2: I finally was able to go to a concert over the weekend up at Seven Feathers, and it was mm-hmm. really weird looking the seeing the crowd and the interaction of a lot of people that were upset because they weren't following the the guidelines yeah. and uh, and just the the different interactions of okay you know people wearing masks not wearing masks and it was just it was it was really weird it was like i i really want to go back to 3 years ago when things were normal we can't and, and we won't yeah I, I don't
0: i don't i do not see it ever being yeah. the way it was we may get close but i mean heck i read today they're talking about Making it permanent,
2: the mask, the mandate. mask mandate yep. for
0: indoors, permanent. I mean, you know, I'm all about protecting. We've we've covered this through and through and through, and about being respectful and being kind to right. our fellow humans. But mandating and <laughs> forcing me permanently, right? What, what permanently what mean? means permanent? So yeah, it's my
2: my concern that, with that is if not trying to dog the masking or anything, but if it works so well. Why are we having such a huge outbreak right. all the time? Like the high school question. Every day I get a text that there's ten to fifteen new kids yeah, it's, testing positive, and they're masking up every day. So
0: I think they should just for 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 I almost cussed for giggles. <laughs> uh, they should mandate no masks for a few months, and let's see what happens. Yeah, I mean, I'm willing to bet there's going to be pretty close to the same amount of, uh, percentage-wise, of infections, etc. So we're starting to talk about COVID probably again. the same amount get of people of wearing masks. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, get off of it. Okay, <laughs> We are here with Mr. Jason Smith of Vionette Realty, author of this amazing, awesome book, which you can get where, Jason?
1: Right now. Uh, you can just Google It's on Amazon. It's on Barnes & Noble. You can go to WeShareWhenWeSleep.com and get a free download. Right. Uh, if you want to buy a hard copy, you can buy it online, but... Uh, just trying to get that message out to those. And look, you know, it's signed even. Well, yeah, it's an he it signed guess.
0: it for Nick. Look at that! <laughs> yeah. well, look I, at I that got, that got another boy. copy for you if you want. That's, that's pretty awesome impressive. Copy. I would love yeah. one, man. Yeah. I, I my little girl this one.
1: Hi, this is Avery. Yeah. Thanks for listening to my dad on Dadcast. Oh,
0: that's great. <laughs> yeah. She loves reading.
1: Okay, yeah, I got I another one actually. I give you one. Cool. There you go.
0: But uh, yeah, amazing man. Let's uh, let's yeah. You spoke earlier about instilling. You know, the proper things, teaching your sons as they're getting older, you know, the important things. Yeah. Bills, paying, spending money, being polite, all that good stuff. But let me ask you this question Have you taught them one of the more important lessons in the world? And that is do they root for the Raiders?
1: Well, they're down there in Las Vegas. I don't know if they root for him or not. I don't know. I feel like uh, it's kind of a a loaded question. I don't know. Nick was waiting
2: for something serious to drop there. What? (laughs) What is more important than what he already talked about? I I see.
0: Not nothing.
2: Well, being a Raider fan is close, but not not really. They should be a fan's. Well, our Niners, my Niners are still in it. I'm rooting for them this weekend, just, man. Just
0: saying, bro. I'm rooting for them this weekend, man. Oh, they got. Are this. you a sports fan Jason at all?
1: Uh, yeah, a little bit. When they get to the Super Bowl. Okay, who who you are football? <laughs> is that your are you a... I like football. I I like baseball more. Okay. Who, like who's football. your baseball team? Okay. The Braves, my own. I know.
0: But uh, I'm a long. Dodger fan, so I'm don't, not a big fan of the Braves right now. <laughs>
2: Man, it's, see, I'm st- I, I stick with San Francisco through and through. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm, I've been a Giants fan since I was a little kid. I used oh, to go nice. to the games all every summer. NFL team? Falcons. Uh,
1: um, I'm putting yeah. two and two together. You I know, just, I was in Kansas for a while. <gasps> <did it>. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, we'll just leave it there. Yeah, okay, all the right. Chiefs moving right. on. Chief fan.
2: Oh, man. Boy, this one went off the rails badly. I don't know. Mahomes is a stud, though. Of course he is. <laughs> and my Niners need to pick him up somehow. Not happening, bro. Oh, not happening. Wait. You got Jimmy Jawed Garoppolo. He's all right. <laughs> he's, not a bad, he's not a bad quarterback.
0: No, he's not. Man, here we are talking sports. Let's get back to something <laughs> yeah, right. uber. You know what? I, I disagree. It is important. Sports. It is. It, it's very important. And you know, I'm super duper passionate about it. My, uh, I made a post on Facebook last week that when the Raiders had to play a game to win to get into the playoffs, he was with me, and I am awkwardly full of anxiety that day. We had to ask him to leave. That's not true. I decided to leave on my own (laughs) because it was getting bad. We had an event, and the game was on, and I didn't... Turn of events, I did. You know, when we planned this event, nothing was going on. Then the NFL decided to move the game that mm-hmm. night because it was super important. And all of a sudden, okay, now I've got this event and the game. And what do I do? So I tried to juggle both. Nope. Yeah. Okay. I had to go home because it was too stressful for me. But I made a post the next morning after they won. Mm-hmm. Uh, how I, I know many people feel that it's silly, how very passionate I am about my Raiders and football season, et cetera, et cetera. But I explained to them that my parents, my father, my mother, also really, really loved the Raiders. And my dad passed away about 12 years ago, and my mother passed away like pushing three weeks ago now. So it's still super-duper fresh in the mind. Mm -hmm. And I said, that's what brings us together. And I'm not even kidding you when I said after that win, the grief, it dissipated just a little bit. I felt like it was just she was there. She helped somehow. And I made the post, and most people were like, "No one should tell you it's silly," and they, they defended me. And anyway, it, it's super important. And yeah. anyway,
2: yeah. Wow, you guys like all right? Uh, <laughs> got a little sad there, buddy. I'm sorry, man. It's a
0: sad time. It is. It, man. It, it, oh. And I do my best to to try to make it happy and, and go lucky and not get too sometimes, serious sometimes on you just these talk podcasts. About it and get it out there. right, and that's what this podcast is for, that's right. man. Yeah. So. Do so you got questions for us, Jason? I'm curious.
1: You know, just, I just—I was kind of um, really excited to, to be here and learning more about what you guys are—you know—putting out there, more of a, a message. And I, I think it's definitely needed. I think it's really needed. You know, there's a, a lot of people out there that uh, you know, need to be reinforced and um, have that positive message out there. You know, and I challenge uh, any dads out there that uh, if they can find somebody along the way. You know, uh, doesn't have a, a positive influence in their lives. to uh, Take them, you know, fish them with the family. Take mm-hmm. them camping, spend a little bit of time with them. Take them, them to a
0: Raider game. Take them. Okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I said positive reinforcement. Oh <laughs> yeah, yeah. In your case, oh. take them to a Chief game. Yeah. I'm just, I'm completely kidding. But you know, there's a, there's definitely a need for it. And you, you know, learning about video and stuff like this, I'm going to do my YouTube station and put it out there to uh, more on the, the teaches to fish to. Do my videos? I have this entire. I have hundreds of hours of audio, hundreds of you know, pages of writing, and I put together and get out there, um, you know, for these. Kids. What is you know, your YouTube channel? I uh, uh, don't have one yet. I'm working on.
0: Oh, one. you haven't? Because I, yeah. I know there's a Viennet Realty one. Yeah, there is. But you don't have. You haven't built a personal. I YouTube haven't channel built yet? a personal one. All yeah, right,
1: we're, we're working on the video here in the office. I'm learning how to do the video, do the editing, do this stuff, and I'm gonna, you know, put that material out there just. Free to the public, free to the kids who need it, mm-hmm. you know, stuff on important subjects. Um, you know, even even getting down to, you know, making it through you know, suicide, stuff like that. So,
0: well, that's it'll you know, be, it'll that's be a positive message, a positive yeah, yeah. thing you're going to be doing. Um, I see no reason why that wouldn't be. Well, actually, I can, it should be successful. Yeah. But in today's society, in the way things are, mm-hmm. unless you're pranking someone or putting on cat videos, uh, I find. The meaningful, important channels take a little bit longer to gain traction than, you know, a guy. And you know what? That's fine. You know, obviously, you're not in it to get rich with it. You're in it because of the message. And that right there is what will make it successful.
1: Yeah, I think so, too. Just having it out there. Yeah. Right. You know, you put your message, you put your content out there. And who needs to find it will find it when they need to find it.
0: Right, and if you got Nick yeah. working social media on your side, I promise you they're going to find it exactly. It's uh, and they're going to overfind it. You know, I call I call him tenacious N. Yeah, yeah, tenacious Nick. Yeah, he yeah. is he is very very tenacious when it comes to the social media. Yeah, that's good. To the point where, gosh, why can't I share something as often as you? I can. You can. Why you am should. I not? It's exactly. Oh, is it because I've got children? And 18,000 jobs and all the editing that I need to get done for you. That's right. Uh, yeah, there's for, uh, that. For us. For us. <laughs> yes, for us. Well, there's also those extracurricular activities. But no, yeah. there's no excuse. But I'm glad I got you. That's probably why I don't do it, because I have Nick to do it. You know that's what right. I mean? Yeah, you guys make a
1: good team. That's and great. I'm
0: glad I got you, because I, oh, I wouldn't be able to edit It's the, the brotherly love oh, happening again. That's right. <laughs> this episode is brought to you locally by KMVU, Fox 26. Thank you. Um, we are with Jason Smith, Vionette Realty, author of We Share When We Sleep. He's doing great things for the community. He's doing great things. He is, uh, from what I've gathered right now in talking with you in this last 45 minutes, uh, the foundation and of what a dad should be, can be, will be, It's right there in that package, man, and I applaud you.
1: Uh, thank you. Uh, that means a lot.
0: And I can't wait to see everything that happens Uh that you're doing. It comes to fruition, man. That's amazing, especially in your community. Uh, we need more of it. Uh, again, if you are interested in helping the man out, you have questions for us, go ahead and send us an email. All the information is uh, available at dadcast.co, our website. Check it out. Um, Nick, do you have a fast five for him? I didn't do a fast I five today. I know it's kind I've
2: of a, been, yeah, I've been running like crazy the last couple of days. So okay, I I'm, I'm going
0: gonna, gonna to ask a couple of random questions. Cool. We're going to leave this episode on, a, right. on a soft.
2: I'm going to ask one because you'll stressful. probably steal one of mine. Okay.
0: <laughs> yeah, if you can have a billboard of anything. <laughs> yeah, I'm kidding. That great. <laughs> right. Were you going to? That's what I was going to ask. <laughs> uh, what music are you
1: into? Hmm. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, I like. It's
0: that. not a trick question. Yeah, I, know,
1: it, I don't really have a particular type of music. What's in your like. truck right now, or car? I don't know. Do you have a truck? It's actually, it's a just a training video. I I listen oh. to motivational DVDs, okay. CDs. Okay. And all right. CDs. Fair enough. Man, yeah, I don't know. All right, switching gears. Okay, uh, I liked T-Y- I liked uh, who you had uh, the Marty Ray the Marty project. Ray project. Ray that was oh, fantastic. Yeah, you can't go oh, wrong oh, with the Marty Ray, Ray yeah. project. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm unbiased. I like I like all <laughs> kinds of music. You know, we love
0: the people who we manage. Yeah, that's right. They're amazing. Check out Marty Ray Project. Yeah, it really was. Yeah. Uh, do you watch TV or uh, movies? I watch movies. All right. What is your favorite movie of all time? If you had to pick one, you're stuck on an island, and you can only watch that movie. I don't know how they got electricity on that island, but there is, and you can watch one movie over and over the
1: rest of your life. What's it going to be? Year one. Year one with Jack Black. Year one with Jack Black. <laughs> wow. That is
0: not the answer I was expecting, no. but I love it. That's a great Have you link. seen it? Yeah. yeah that's, that's I used
1: to own the DVD. I watched That it is hilarious.
2: Yeah. Wow. No, I've got to go watch that movie again because <laughs> it is one of the funniest movies I've ever seen. <laughs> what is your
0: go-to meal? You? What do you? What's your favorite thing to eat? Tacos. 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 Man, after my no, own heart.
1: Yeah, one hundred percent.
2: I was going to slap you if you said it was the raviolis you had. Like <laughs> the dutch <laughs> system. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, it's Harley rumbling by. All right, Nick. And Nick has a question. Yeah. So if you could right. have a billboard with anything on it, what would it be and Violet why? Realty.
1: You know, it's funny you say that, and that's probably what it would be. It would be that logo right there, and I'm going to tell you why, because um, it's not just the business, right? It's kind of like a beacon of light for me. I started this back in 2007, um, went through a couple of bankruptcies, went through hard times, a lot of issues in my own life, lost my little brother, and um, just just knowing and, and plowing through it and just keeping this on my forefront has helped me through some really dark times. So this isn't just about a business for me. This is... Part of my life it keeps me moving forward and ahead, and uh, so that's why that's why I do what I do. That's awesome. Yeah. So I'm gonna
2: give you the backstory and why I asked that question every single episode. All All right. Right. Oh boy. here it comes. So when we first started, I got mm-hmm. I bought a billboard on Crater Lake Highway and Metzburg because it's the busiest highway down there. Yeah. That said, <laughs> the number one parenting podcast in the world. All right. <laughs> and we had like an episode out. Yeah. And we had what like a thousand and Facebook even, followers. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and even today. Mm-hmm. I'm not a bad parent. In fact, I border on pretty gosh darn good, if you ask me or yeah. anyone else, uh-huh. and
2: and my kids, except our teenage daughters. But I'm by <laughs> no
0: means the number one parent in the world, and the show <laughs> at that time was by no means the number one parenting podcast in the world.
2: Absolutely not. But uh, <laughs> yeah. that's funny
1: stuff. That is funny. You know, we just uh, we actually have a the first kind of billboard we put at the lava lanes out there mm-hmm. uh, in Medford. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not a picture of me. It's not a picture of the logo. We have like five or six people that are just like really excited and screaming on the top. It says, you ready to win, right? right. So uh, we're just keeping it real with our marketing and advertising. I don't put my face on anything. Um, it's all about uh, it's all about the client. It's all about everybody else. So, um, yeah. I think
0: there's space, you know. In between, in the lower part of the A, for a little Jason, no. maybe an animated version no. of. Now, okay, it's, yeah, we're good. It's bigger than me. <laughs> All right, Jason, thank you so much, yeah, man. For coming it is a on pleasure, Podcast. Nick. This is
1: fantastic. Thank
0: you for providing your awesome space oh, yeah. here uh, to do this episode. We appreciate it, man. We'd hope Absolutely. to have you back on in the future. Um, I That'd have a sneaky great. suspicion we will be seeing more That's of each right. other in the future. Uh, To everyone listening at home, in the car, wherever you may be listening, thank you for tuning in. We appreciate you. If you're watching on the YouTube, please like it up. Subscribe if you haven't done so already. Hit those bells. Send us a comment. Do whatever you like. We appreciate it. If you hated the episode, just smash it down. (laughs) That's cool. We'll take it. Tell us us what you hated about it. Yeah, if you like it, cool. You know, if you're kind of right there in the middle and you're like, I do not want to hit the thumbs up. I do not want to hit the thumbs down. You got issues, man. Work them out. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much. We'll see all of you next week. Once again, this episode has been brought to you locally by KMVU, Fox 26. Mm -hmm. See you all next week. Later. Nice.